To all the equity contrarians, welcome to another episode of Equity Breakdown, where you'll find short, no bullshit overviews of public companies. Well, today's an exciting breakdown. One of the most anticipated IPOs of the year is finally happening. This would represent the third largest IPO of the year after Snowflake's Snowstorm and Bill Aikman's Goliath-like SPAC. Tonight, we will break down Airbnb, ticker symbol ABNB, a company that wants to revolutionize human connection through authenticity, community, and design. Now, Airbnb, as many of you know, is a technology company that fosters a marketplace for home sharing at a global scale. The peer-to-peer exchange platform of homes and cultural experiences creates a natural marketplace for our guests and hosts. The company claims that after 13 years, with over 4 million hosts and 825 million guest arrivals, they have helped millions of people satisfy a strong human connection. The company has three core principles. Community is based on connection and belonging, creativity, and responsibility to all stakeholders that support the natural marketplace. The Airbnb ecosystem is made up of guests and hosts who experience the following features. Guests, we have 54 million active bookers worldwide, which book 327 million nights and experiences on the platform. They can experience unique spaces, visit real communities, be hosted with authenticity, and more importantly, rely on a trusted platform. And I'm sure many of you have been guests through the Airbnb platform. In regards to hosts, hosts are represented globally and benefit from the platform with earned income, connecting guests to their communities, and ultimately sharing skills and passions. 90% of our hosts were individual hosts, and 79% of the hosts had just a single listing. And as of December 31, 2019, 72% of nights booked were with individual hosts. Additionally, the platform is designed to drive organic traction through the ease of use and more importantly, the ability to allow millions of strangers to trust one another. So the technology platform is very important and the system contains many components. It ranges from reviews to securing messaging, secure payments, uh, background checks, cleanliness, ensuring uh, fraud and scam prevention, booking restrictions, and so forth. It also delivers deep business intelligent insights to manage the marketplace from pricing to occupancy optimization. The company's mission is to allow people to experience a deeper connection to the communities they visit and the people who live there. They want you to travel like a human. Now, the travel industry is composed of many diverse facets ranging across lodging, transport, and attractions. According to the U.S. Travel Association in 2019, $1.1 trillion was spent by travelers amounting to $2.6 trillion in economic output and supporting 15.8 million jobs. So it's a very, very important industry. To put this in perspective, direct spending by residents and international travelers in the U.S. spent an average of $3.1 billion a day, $128.6 million an hour, $2.1 million a minute, and $35,700 a second, an annual salary. Global travel and tourism's direct contribution to GDP was around $2.9 trillion, with a significant portion contributed from the U.S., The World Travel and Tourism Council estimated that travel spend will grow at a 3.5% compounded annual growth rate from 2019 to 2030. Now, traditionally, the travel industry has developed around standardized hotels and selected attractions. However, with sudden economic impact of COVID and integration of technology, the industry is experiencing democratization at an accelerated pace, brewing new trends. 
such as demand evolution, which means domestic and regional destinations now are being preferred due to the COVID time. So consumer behavior is actually creating an abundant support for local communities. Health and hygiene. 89% of Americans are more conscious of germs now than before. Many fears contracting the virus and as a result, cite cleanliness and health as a critical factor for traveling and for picking destinations. Innovation and digitization. Remote work will create a new destination for human migration. This will spur local community growth in terms of spending and digital infrastructure. And finally, authenticity. Travelers are seeking authentic experiences in their destinations. Leisure activities and housing will need to bring to life the cultural elements of destinations. Now, in regards to the market opportunity here, so the company believes its serviceable, addressable market is $1.5 trillion. Now, this is in terms of what it can service. $1.2 trillion is for short-term stays, which means fewer than 28, nine, 28 nights, and $239 billion represents experiences such as uh, spending travelers had on attractions, including spas, but not the casinos. Now, the total addressable market is $3.4 trillion. So that includes the $1.8 trillion of short-term stays, uh, $210 billion for long-term stays, $1.4 trillion representing experiences, uh, such as also spending on local residents, recreational, cultural attractions, and sporting events. And finally, uh, we'll break this out in terms of geography. So uh, this $3.4 trillion, uh, majority of it is uh, concentrated in uh, Asia-Pacific, so $1.5 trillion. 1.8 trillion in EMEA, so in the Middle East, and 0.7 trillion in North America, and 0.2 trillion in Latin America. So huge opportunity uh, in the Eastern world. Now, Airbnb has created a marketplace where hosts offer guests stays and experience on their platform. So the business model is relatively simple. The company produces revenue through service fees charged to hosts and guests, net of incentives and refunds. They also collect lodging that must be paid to the respective authorities. Below is an example of the revenue model here. So this is one simple example that they highlighted in the S1 that I just restructured. The following customer landscape is created through Airbnb's platform. So you have 4 million hosts as of September 30, 2020. 55% are women with 86% of the hosts located outside the U.S., 7.4 million available listings of homes and experiences, 5.6 million are active. Listings uh, are in 100,000 cities across 200 plus countries. In 2019, the company had 54 million active bookers uh, and 247 million guest arrivals. 84% of the revenue in 2019 came from guest stays with existing hosts who had completed at least one check-in. 69% of the revenue was generated by stays within the year in 2019 from reopened guests. And 63% of the revenue was generated by listings outside the U.S. So really a truly global business. Now, Airbnb has classified a series of core strengths that help them revolutionize the travel industry. First one is host community. Hosts are very unique and they participate in the platform organically. Hosts recruit hosts as well as guests who often become hosts. In 2019, 23% of new hosts were guests on the platform. Majority of the listings are available only exclusively to our Airbnb. Secondly, the guest community. So 69% of the revenue is driven by returning guests. So it shows a lot of loyalty in that factor. They are actively involved in the community with 68% of them leaving reviews for the state. Guests come to the platform directly, actively participate and return regularly, which is very difficult to do as a technology platform. Global brand. 
Airbnb has evolved into a noun or a verb, similar to like Google, when one wants to book an experience or travel. Google Trends highlighted that Airbnb was searched worldwide more than any other travel brand. 91% of all traffic to the platform came from organic channels. And then the global network. The ecosystem on the platform allows hosts and guests to attract each other. This frictionless interaction has created a global web that has broken boundaries and continues to attract new hosts, which in, in turn attract new guests with new experiences. And finally, platform with design focus. The platform offers unique needs to hosts and guests. Hosts get global demand, activation, merchandising, pricing recommendation, and many other facets. The process is fast, intuitive, and easy. Additionally, guests can explore unique homes and experiences through the web and app platform. Now, the company has highlighted certain competitive and operational risks that may affect its performance. So the company has many competitors across certain categories in the industry. When it comes to online travel, agencies such as Booking Holdings are key, hotel chains such as Marriott, Chinese short-term rentals such as Tuaya or Tijuya, I butcher that for sure, and online platforms offering experiences such as Viator. Now, COVID, the additional risk is COVID uh, that happened this year as well, and any adverse effects on the travel industry. With strict lockdowns to mitigate the spread of the virus, the travel industry experienced record losses. In near term, this contributed to a decrease in bookings in the most infected regions. In addition, the company experienced a reduction in workforces, and this uh, was around 25% of the workforce, and restructuring costs considering the economic situation resulting in 135 to 150 million of charges in 2020. Then we have the regulations. So affordable housing and over-tourism are common complaints across some cities, specifically the large cities. So in Europe, 22 majors, uh, mayors representing cities such as London and Barcelona want to increase regulatory control to the short-term rental option. Restrictions, bans, caps, and days to rent are common reactions from authorities. So some people are not a fan of Airbnb being in their area and changing their community dynamics. Tax liabilities. The company collects lodging taxes that they distribute to local authorities. The cost of doing business can certainly change with new tax liabilities currently under play, such as a digital platform revenue-based tax targeting online sharing marketplace platforms. This can potentially increase prices for guests and deter hosts from participating due to costs. And finally, large debt. The company has a large outstanding debt of $2.0 billion. Now, while they have $4.5 billion in cash, uh, the company still is at risk, especially with the current, uh, current market conditions that we're facing today. Now, the company is still founder-based and is composed of the following key members. Brian Chesky, co-founder and CEO. Brian is a designer at heart, graduating with a Bachelor of Fine Arts from Rhode Island School of Design. Joseph Gabaya, co-founder and chairman of, uh, of Board and Samara. So Joseph leads Samara, in-house design and innovation studio. He also has a very artistic graphic design and industrial design from the same university. Nathan Belicharski, co-founder and chief strategy officer and chairman of Airbnb China. Nathan received his computer science degree from Harvard and held several engineering roles before co-founding Airbnb. It's important to note that the executive talent beyond the founders spans from engineers at Alphabet, specifically the parent company of Google, and to great leadership from Disney. Now, in terms of equity ownership, it's mainly concentrated in two groups, the founders, 43.8%, and Sequoia Capital, 16.6%. Now we'll dive into the financial performance here. So the company is aiming to raise $1 billion in terms of its SEC filing uh, with uh, expectations to be around 3 billion based off analysts. And its IPO debut potentially at the end of November. 
In the previous two private raises, the company's stock was ranged between 5255, 6230 to raise 2 billion. So the company has 263,000 outstanding shares of September 30th, 2020. And assuming the uh, shared price from the previous private rounds puts it at a conservative valuation of 16 billion. There is speculation that the company could be worth $30 billion. Now, the company has achieved $4.8 billion in revenue for the year 2019, which represents around a 30% increase year over year uh, over the $3.7 billion in 2018. As of nine months ended of September 30th, 2020, the company achieved $2.5 billion uh, in 2020, representing a 32.4% decrease year over year from $3.7 billion over the same period. And currently, it holds $4.5 billion in cash. Now, of course, the decline in revenue by $1.2 billion, which was substantial, was primarily driven by a 42% decrease in the number of check-ins during the COVID pandemic. So COVID certainly hammered them. As of 12-31-2019 and 18, Airbnb has yet to be profitable on an annual basis with net losses of negative $674 million and negative $16 million in 2018. In addition, in September, the company received a draft notice of proposed adjustment from the IRS, which could result in additional income tax expense and cash liability of $1.35 billion, still to be determined. Now, Airbnb, however, is showing signs of recovery post-COVID. Uh, and when I say post-COVID, meaning after that aftermath in Q2. In 2019, an average 81 million quarterly nights and experiences were booked. In 2020, Q2 experienced 28 million booked, while Q3 increased to 61.8 million. So you'll see on the graphs below uh, a gradual decline, uh, and then a sharp decline, and then a bounce back. Similarly, gross book, booking value in 2019 averaged $9.5 billion a quarter, while in 2020 uh, experienced a significant drop in Q2 to $3.2 billion and a recovery of $8 billion. Now, it's important to note here, uh, and that's again uh, from, uh, from a, a GBV uh, perspective. Um, you can also see here that in Q3, uh, guests are showing resilience and desire to travel as well with shifting trends. So domestic traveling with shorter distances increasing and specifically across smaller cities and destinations. So this recovery, which was interesting, is, uh, isn't a focus on international travel, is mainly focused on domestic travel just due to the market dynamics. And certainly certain things will pop back up again as things reach normality. But as it stands today, consumer behavior is changing within this particular industry as we know it. Now, Airbnb plans to continue growth through the following strategies. More hosting. The company plans to extend new opportunities regarding long-term stays. So it's important now they're going to start focusing on long-term stays due to uh, the concept of remote work. The company plans to also invest in providing tools that offer host training and education. So this is about brewing good quality experiences uh, and training other hosts. Global network expansion. So interestingly enough, in the most populated areas, Airbnb hasn't penetrated that much. So penetration is low in India, China, and Latin America. The product will become more localized to attract hosts and guests, such as their uh, brand in China, specifically IBing. Now, designs and new product offerings are the final step of growth here. Features that support emerging travel trends, such as local travel and remote work, are essential. Airbnb online experience is important. So this is a pivot that they uh, created uh, during the, the pandemic. Um, so again, integrating virtual uh, as well as in that online experience to the actual physical world will be important for Airbnb as things evolve. Well, guys, you can access and download the detailed report, which will include the summary and a company infographic for your records. 
And I hope you like this. And below, you'll also find, especially for those enthusiasts and the hardcore equity contrarians out there, some additional information, uh, articles, letters, uh, and the detailed company filing if you want to take a look. Well, thank you guys for listening and always appreciate the support. On to the next.